Good morning, Illini, and welcome back to another Healthy Illini. I'm Matt Schrock, and I'm glad you're joining me today for the next 20 minutes or so. We're in full swing into fall and the fall semester, and the days are getting shorter and the cooler temps, and right now the rain is never ending. Uh, but with that, we're talking about seasonal affective disorder. So I invite you to stay a while and listen. Today, I'm joined by uh, two of our employees here at McKinley Health Center, and I'm glad they're here to talk about this topic. Uh, first is Murata Ritter. She has a master's in nursing and is the administrative nurse in the mental health unit here at McKinley. Murata, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And second up, we welcome back Kaylee Haney. She was here for our stress management episode a few weeks ago, and she has a master's in social work and is the care manager in the mental health unit here at McKinley. Welcome back, Kaylee. Thank you. So today we're talking uh, about a topic that a lot of people have heard of or are slightly familiar with, but they might not know a whole lot about it, and that is seasonal affective disorder. So let's start there. Uh, just gen in general, what is seasonal affective disorder or SAD or SAD for these purposes? That's a great question. Um, just as we were talking earlier, Matt, uh, you know, the, the term SAD I feel like is um, used widely and... Um, I really wanted to talk about that versus uh, the winter blues. Um, so seasonal affective disorder, just to um, start here, um, the actual diagnosis in the DSM-5 um, is major depressive disorder with seasonal pattern. Um, so I wanted to mention that because I wanted to reiterate, it's, it's a depressive disorder, it's a part of that. Um, so, um, what it looks like um, is really, really similar and common to somebody experiencing depression throughout, you know, all seasons of the year. Um, but especially when it comes to um, this winter time, so starting like in the fall, sometimes late fall, basically when the sunlight hours decrease um, and then it improves when the sunlight hours increase, uh, meaning when it gets darker, more often, more of these symptoms come up, and then when, you know, it, it you know, after, you know, the um, time changes, uh, the symptoms improve. Um, so that's where that is different from regular, um, you know, depressive disorders or major depressive disorder. Um, it's just that, that time sensitivity there. So the, the symptoms are brought on by the, the, the change in light, basically. Are, are, are the symptoms different? From, from seasonal affective disorder to depression, or is it, is it mainly the, the, the cause that, that separates the two? Great question. Um, I would say mainly the cause. The symptoms um, are really similar. Uh, depressed mood, uh, loss of interest, appetite change, um, different in your sleep pattern, uh, difficulty thinking or concentrating, and loss of energy. And again, mainly these um, symptoms uh, it's such a level that impacts you so significantly uh, that you are unable to function in some sort of manner, uh, meaning, you know, you can't maybe even get out of bed during these times, again, these times of the, you know, fall to spring period, um, where that you, you know, you notice you're calling in um, sick a lot or unable to um, do things that you once were able, you once were able to do, um, you know, well. And um, that's kind of where that, that changes from. That, that was going to be my next question. Mm -hmm. um, really, I was going to follow up with that. Is that uh, you mentioned earlier that the difference between sad and the winter blues. Because mm -hmm. most people, and, and I should say most, a lot of people feel those winter blues just when the light gets, goes, gets darker, the days get longer. Um, you know, you're starting your day in the dark, you're ending your day in the dark with work or school or whatever it may be. 
Um, and so that what you kind of described the difference between winter blues and SAD is is the level of function maybe is that is that correct? Yep, yep. How it basically impacts you and your level of functioning. You know, if you get to that point, like I said, you know, we I mean, especially myself. I'm not a big fan of when it's not sunny, <laughs> but yet I still live here in Illinois. So, um, and that's my own choice. But, um, you know, I personally don't really care for when it's dark all the time. And I know, you know, talking to family, friends, and coworkers are the same way. They're like, oh, it's going to be dark all the time. And, you know, we kind of dread that. But there's that dread. But then, you know, and you, you know, have that dread about, you know, having the slower, um, sunlight hours or the less sunlight hours and you know I don't love it and I don't like it and you know I don't like you know going to work it's dark leaving work it's dark um but then there's a point where it just impacts your functioning so much that like you're so impaired that you can't do much of what you're able to do um you know beforehand so that's where that kind of you know plays a part where yeah we most of us get winter blues of like a, it's also really very cold, and B, the the sunlight and not having um, that as as much exposed um, light to you is is different than um, how it in, how it basically impacts you. So yeah. So if a person, if if, if a student especially, because you're talking about level of function, but let's face it, college a lot of time you function at a level that you probably can't stay staying anyway with late night studying with you know going out with friends college is a kind of a crazy time to try and figure out your level of function anyway um, but so. but if if someone does see that it's that the, the the darkness is starting to impact something starting to feel more than just down more than just I'm tired uh, more than just I'm stressed but it's really starting to to affect some things negatively what do you do right what, what's what's the, what's the the next step here um is it is it, you know, do you, are there things you do, you just kind of deal with it yourself and figure out, or, or do they need to go talk to somebody about these kinds of things? That's a great question. Um, you know, especially being in the mental health field, um, it's always better to ask questions and seek help than to try to deal with something on your own, no matter what it is, you know, seasonal defective, seasonal affective disorder or not. Um, you know, it's always best to reach out um, and to ask questions to get help just to do, you know, a quick assessment with a mental health professional or something like that. Um, so, yeah, we definitely encourage um, students especially, but anyone um, to reach out and get help because the sooner you do, um, the better, you know, your functioning might improve. With that, um Seasonal affective disorder is, is, is a topic that's near and dear to my heart um, because I was diagnosed with it in high school. Um, and it was something that, that uh, when, the, when those winter blues hit, they hit hard for me. Um, if I'm not careful about it, if I'm not aware of it, um, I get real lethargic. Uh, I just don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do anything. I don't have any energy, all those things. Um, and even back then, there was a treatment that I that I had heard of, my, uh, my parents had heard of, and we kind of talked to somebody about. That's really what I want to talk about today, because uh, there's lots of things, lots of options. We could talk about a lot of treatments, but I want to talk about one in particular, and that's light therapy. So if, if somebody hears the term light therapy or hears a light therapy box, what does that mean? So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, light therapy is really just an artificial version of natural sunlight, and that is accomplished through a light box. So there's um, 
different versions of light boxes out there. There's actually quite a few now as um, this treatment has evolved significantly. But you want to pay close attention to the type of light and the amount of light that it's emitting. So you want to have a higher um, emission rate of light, but you want to also make sure that it's um, that it is decreasing the UV light that is also um, emitted, and that is one thing to pay close attention to. Do, um, does does any light work, or do you need to? Is it? I mean. Does, does any light work, or do you need to have something that's specially geared towards this? So typically, you're going to need something specially geared toward this. Indoor lighting is typically not sufficient enough to notice a difference, as that's typically what our bodies are already used to, is, is that natural indoor exposure. So you're going to want something that's specifically geared towards light therapy that has that higher volume of light that's emitted, and that is um, emitting, decreasing the emission of the UV rays. Okay, so so you, you, let's say you get this special light. Um, college students are busy, so are we talking about sitting, you know, sitting staring? At, you're sitting staring at a box for thirty minutes. What what is? Are you know? Are you staring at the light? Are you carrying it around with you? What is it? How does this actually kind of look? So the nice thing about the light box is that it doesn't take very long. It just takes more consistency than anything. Okay. It's really effective first thing in the morning. Um, because it triggers your melatonin in your body to let you know that it's time um, for your melatonin to decrease so that your body can wake up and stay awake. So 15 minutes every day, first thing when you get up or maybe on your lunch break, if, um, just 15 minutes every day consistently is what's um, needed to, to notice a difference. So you could be studying and it could be sitting beside you and, and just kind of aimed at you? Is that Correct, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, or on your bedside table first thing in the morning. Turn it on before you even get out of the bed in the morning. Okay. Is this a, is this a standalone treatment? Is this something that you just is this is this the treatment for seasonal depressive uh, affective disorder? Is it in conjunction with other things? Can you do it on your own? Do you need? To, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of this. Do you need to have, or is it best to be in conjunction with a provider that you're talking to? That sort of thing as well. Sure, that's a great question. So this kind of bounces back to Kaylee and the importance of the fact that seasonal affective disorder is part of a depress depressive disorder. So it okay. does need to be in conjunction with um, being seen by a licensed health professional and any other treatment recommendations that maybe um, they're recommending as well. So conjunction is best, yes. And another piece to just go off of that, you know, um, light box therapy is incredibly helpful for some, but it's not a cure, right? Okay. Um, so it basically helps with symptom management um, by easing symptom severity. Um, that's, I wanted to add that in too, because that's another helpful piece. That, I mean, that, that's important, that, that there's a difference between, uh, wh there's, a, there's different functions for different things. And that's, that's important to know that that's, that's what this is doing. So, you know, we're, we're, we know that there's a lot of people that deal with SAD um, at varying, varying degrees, varying levels. Um, we know that there's lots of different ways to approach it, and Lightbox is one of them. But if you're a student on UIC's campus, UIUC, excuse me, UIUC, um, if you're on UIUC's campus and you're wanting to find out more information or you wanted to give it a try or just kind of, that kind of thing, uh, what resources can we offer here at McKinley? That's a great question. So here at McKinley, you can call and you can schedule an appointment with your primary care physician, letting them know that you're interested in light box therapy. 
then you're going to get connected with myself or with Kaylee, and you're actually going to get to check out a light box for two weeks so that you can try light box therapy and see if it does work for you. A lot of people notice a difference within three or four days of use um, consistently. Um, in addition to that, McKinley's YouTube channel has a SAD video that's beneficial. And um, in general, the campus's mental health resources are great. So if a student is thinking that they're, they're possibly dealing with seasonal affective disorder um, and they call and they want to make an appointment and, and nurses start asking triage questions, you know, what are you dealing with? What, what, what do they say? How do you describe this if you're trying to make an appointment? Um, not necessarily saying what to say, but, you know, what are the things that, that providers are looking for to, to, to hear? What should a student be coming with other than just, I don't feel very good right now? Um, how, do they how do they describe this situation? Sure. Just being... Um you know, open and honest about your symptom and symptom management and severity. So, you know, if you, if you're really feeling down and depressed and, you know, you haven't slept well, um, you know, just be honest about, you know, I haven't slept, you know, for X amount of days and I, or I've only slept for one to two hours a night and, um, you know, this is, you know, what's going on and, um, just be open and honest with your providers because otherwise, um, they don't exactly know how they can best help you. Um, and, you know, maybe you mentioned that you've heard um, of seasonal affective disorder and wondered if that might be a cause for this. Um, but, yeah, just going back off that sim the symptoms I listed earlier, um, you know, it. and again, like you were saying, Matt, you don't always know what you have, right? But that's why there's mental health professionals and there's just, you know, medical professionals in general. Um, because we are here to help assist you um, with those kinds of uh, decisions and questions and things like that. Yeah, I would also add um, onset, so um, being specific about when these symptoms started. So if you've never experienced this before, and then all of a sudden, you know, lights decrease and it's rainy and it's cold and you just realized, man, I haven't gotten out of the bed in three days. Um, and it's only started, you know, within the fall hours in the, in the decrease in sunlight. That's really important in letting us know, oh, this really could just be um, mainly a seasonal affective disorder or winter blues um, that has exacerbated into seasonal affective disorder. So if you can really um, pinpoint when this started, then that is beneficial as well. I, I really appreciate you saying that because, as you said, it triggered in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, that's really smart. And that's really good because you both said, uh, Murata, you said about onset, and, and Kaylee, you said about being honest about who you are and where you are because they can look different for every person. And so seasonal affective disorder may affect one person where they don't sleep. It may affect the next person where they only sleep. And, and that's a big change. Um, it, it is a matter of the onset of when it comes on. So, that yeah, if you're listening and, and – and something has changed, and it, there is a, a, a sudden, I feel different, um, that might be the, 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 the thing that you need to monitor or need to look at, or you can call and, and get an appointment about. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. Uh, you know, we always get these topics, and I always want to dive deep into them, but this is just the start of the conversation. If you would like to follow up more, we have contact information in our, our episode bio. We have contact information in the podcast bio. Um, we'll have resources there. Feel free to reach out. Um, yeah, ask to talk to uh, Murata or Kaylee or, you know, they can help direct this, this traffic as well. Um, thank you both for being here so much today. I really appreciate you talking to me today. Thank, thank you. you so much. Fall is a shift in seasons. 
and it affects people in different ways. And some people it affects a lot. And seasonal affective disorder is a very real concern for many students and for and for staff and for, for people just in general. And McKinley wants to be a part of that discussion. So whether it's about light box therapy or trying to find some other route, uh, we have professionals here at McKinley that are here to help. And if you'd like to know more, set up an appointment, give some feedback. As I said before, resources are listed in the description of the episode and in our podcast description. But thank you for joining us today. You are on a personal journey, no matter where you are in it. You are important. You matter. Your health and wellness are important and matter. And we are here to keep you well to excel. So go have a great week, Illini. Let us know how you're doing. We'll catch you next time on Healthy Illini.